I wanted to start off today's podcast by reading an article that I recently saw from the Poverty Law Center. It is an organization that is um, monitors terrorism in the United States, domestic terrorism more specifically. And I wanted to read this for you guys um, and then break it down and discuss what I ultimately wanted to um, delve into uh, deeper. So the article, uh, this actually came out about a month ago, September 12th, um, the day after um, the, um, you know, obviously 9-11 anniversary. The study is, uh, the title is, Study Showed Two-Thirds of U.S. Terrorism Tied to Right-Wing Extremists. A new terrorism database analysis shows almost two-thirds of the terror attacks in the United States last year were carried out by right-wing extremists. Researchers and journalists for the news site Quartz said they used data compiled by the Global Terrorism Database that has tabulated terrorist events around the world since 1970. The database is supported by the National Consortium for the Study of Terrorism and Responses to Terrorism, affiliated with the University of Maryland. A quartz analysis of the database shows that almost two-thirds of terror attacks in the United States last year were tied to racist, anti-Muslim, homophobic, anti-Semitic, fascist, anti-government, or xenophobic motivations, its posting says. The remaining attacks, the website said, were driven by left-wing ideologies and Islamic extremism. Global terrorism attacks dropped from about 17,000 in 2014 to about 11,000 in 2017, including a 40% decline in the Middle East, according to to Quartz analysis of the data. But the United States has seen a recent surge in terror-related violence with 65 attacks last year, up from six in 2006, it said. In a recent related post last month, Quartz said, of 65 terrorist incidences last year in the United States, 37 were tied to racist, anti-Muslim, homophobic, anti-Semitic, fascist, anti-government, or xenophobic motivations. The list includes the the August 2017 incident at the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, where a man drove a car into a crowd of of counter-protesters, killing Heather Heer, Heyer, and injuring many others. The suspect, James Alex Fields, was photographed earlier earlier that day marching with neo-Nazi hate group Vanguard America. Fields has been charged with first-degree murder and is awaiting trial in Virginia. In June, he was indicted on 30 charges of federal hate crimes related to the attack. The list also includes attacks on a gay on a gay bar in Puerto Rico, mosques in Washington, Texas, and Florida, and a vehicle decorated with Jewish Jewish iconography in New York. The posting said, "Quartz said the Global Terrorism Database annual annual report." includes cases where violence is used by non-state actors to achieve political, economic, religious, and or social goals through fear and coercion. For example, it said the database includes ideologically motivated attacks like the Charleston church shooting, but not one such as the Aurora movie theater massacre. The database also classifies cases according to attackers' affiliations, such as the Ku Klux Klan, When an affiliation is unknown, the database lists the participant's ideological identity if it's it's known, such as white extremists. For further reading on right-wing extremism, uh, terrorism, check out the terror from the right. Um, This is a, you know, they give a link for a website. um, And they, they go into specifics if you click the link. Um, you know, specific incidences of, of terrorism that's right-wing uh, motivated. So the reason I bring this up 
And, you know, again, I, I've known this for a while now. Um, this is not a surprise. You know, the data doesn't really change. Um, from what I read early, like in the, the 60s, uh, you know, going back to the, the, the 50s, 60s, 70s, you had, when it came to domestic terrorism, it was more, I guess, left-wing terrorism, I guess you could say, terrorism associated with, with left-wing ideology. But from the 70s onward, you know, it seems as though every article that I can find online, the trajectory shows that the domestic terror attacks in this country, it, it, the, the, the mode the the ideology sort of shifted and it became more right-wing um uh acts of terrorism now granted you you always had uh you know the uh, ku klux klan uh neo-nazi groups for you know that were uh, uh nazi sympathizers that go all the way back to you know 70 80 90 100 plus years ago um but you know as far as within the modern context over the last uh, 40 years, this article explains that two-thirds of, of terror attacks committed on U.S. soil are um, right-wing motivated terror attacks, right? And I, I think that it is, um, it's an important fact when it comes to understanding and piecing together you know, where we're at right now um, as a country. Because if we can't have the conversation honestly, you're going to continue to see uh, situations like that we ended up, you know, what, what we're going through now and what I'm going to highlight now. Um, the man that had been sending, you know, uh, uh, pipe bombs or attempting to send pipe bombs to all of these um, Democrat uh, politicians and so, you know, I'm going to delve a little bit deeper into all of that in a second, but it's important to contextualize all of this with that article and keeping that in mind. Because last year when you had the, um, the Unite the Right rally, the uh, Charlottesville rally where the, the, unfortunately the young woman was uh, killed in, in the, um, you know, during the, the rally, when you had, you know, uh, Antifa, uh, and then you had individuals who uh, were neo-Nazis, a bunch of alt-right guys with tiki torches out there. And you had, you know, hundreds of them out there and they're, they're you, know, um, you know, showcasing and exhibiting their particular ideology. It, you heard this, you know, not only from Donald Trump, you know, making the claim, well, you know, there, there are good people, there were good people and bad people on both sides, right? And using this false uh, equivalency, right? Like, you know, well, yeah, we know Nazis are bad, but well, you know, there are bad people on, on you know, the other, on the left too. We don't want to call people out. And it was just sort of ridiculous. You know, Nazis are Nazis. You know, there, there is no good Nazis. <laughs> you know, it's just... Once, you, once you're out there and you're willing to expose that type of rhetoric, I mean, you're free to do it. I mean, I, I, I defend your right to do it, but then you don't get sympathy and you don't get, you know, the, the humanization treatment when your, your rhetoric is so vile in nature. You don't get that benefit of the doubt, but you, you heard Donald Trump. You heard other individuals on the right. You heard this from Fox News pundits talking, you know, and, and it was the ultimate deflection because they spent more time talking about Antifa and the, the extreme rise of left wing terrorism and left wing violence. Oh, my God, this is horrible. Right. Very little mention that a group of Nazis, Trump supporters, self-described Trump supporters, Nazis were out there and, uh, you know, rallying 
behind the idea with swastikas. So they they completely sidestep side, side that. And we all know why. It's because these people, ideologically, you may say some of the racial stuff is, is out there. Not saying that they necessarily agree. But as far as some of the other uh, viewpoints on immigration, viewpoints, they have a lot more in common. So you can see why they, they can take a situation and be so intellectually dishonest and somehow make it seem as though, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, this is bad, but, you know, let's concentrate on the real problem, which is left wing violence and terrorism, which is not the case. When you look at the data, it's not the case. Do you have some quote unquote violence or, or individuals that come out and and they're, you know, motivated for some sort of left wing ideology? I'm sure there are. I don't really see any major incidences, you know, Bernie supporters sending pipe bombs to the Trump administration for, you know, uh, for universal health care to be implemented. <laughs> like, I don't, you know, I, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are incidences in the liberal media is, is not talking about it. But the data shows, and this is a national database. So you could say, well, it's, it's liberal bias. <clears throat> no, this is a national database. Right. And, and the idea, you know, they outlined it in the article. Terrorism is defined essentially by the motivation, an attack or an attempted attack with some sort of political or religious motivation. Right. So you had I remember there was a segment. Um, I forgot who it was. It was some one of these guys, contrib regular contributors on Fox News and. He came up there and he's talking about terrorism and violence. And he's like, well, you know, he, he, he called himself being more honest and more level headed. Well, you know, um, I'm sure there was more right wing violence uh, with under Barack Obama's uh, regime um, and uh, pres under his presidency. And the data shows that whenever there's a Democratic presidency, um, then you're going to have a rise in right wing terrorism and acts of violence. And when there's a right wing um, uh, president or, you know, like a, a conservative president, then you're going to have a rise in left wing violence and terrorism. And he thought he was so smart when he said this, but I'm like, where, where's the data to, to back that up? You're just making sounds that are coming out of your mouth without any data to back that up. Because every single data point that I've ever seen that actually studies and observes and looks at this terror attacks in the country suggests that it's been right-wing terrorism, patriot militia groups, uh, a rise in neo-Nazi activity, a rise in Ku Klux Klan activity. I've been seeing, uh, you know, you see in, on every single study that that's the case. Now, you can sit there and deny it and say it's, it's the libs and it's, it's fake and and, uh, you know, it, it's it's these, you know, Bernie bros or whatever the hell you want to make that argument about. That's all well and good. But, you know, you're denying fact. And, you know, what what does Ben Shapiro say? Facts over feelings. So I don't give a shit how you feel about it. Fact is, is that we have an issue and we have a problem and it's coming from the right. Now, I'm not saying, you know, the ideology, you know, you want to lower taxes and you want to, you know, you want a smaller government is, is inherently bad. But, you know, the, you, you can't deny, one can't deny if they're being intellectually honest, that the, this heightened, uh, you know, rhetoric on immigration, this heightened rhetoric uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, police misconduct and when sur what surrounds that and some of the racial um, uh, 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 
you know, situations that are presented around that situation, that are presented around that type of, of thought. When you look at a lot of these, these other issues, the, the, uh, the, the ramping up of, of the media, attacking the media, enemy of the state, is uh, Trump referred to the media as such? It's dangerous. And again, that's not to, for me to defend the media or to defend the newspapers. I get my news from online sources. I don't get any of cable news. All of that is garbage. But that doesn't mean that, you know, rhetoric, when you have supporters who are look at you as a cult of personality and they're willing to die for you, they're willing, they're rabid, and they have a, a big, big, big victim complex. It's a dangerous, dangerous cocktail and a dangerous mix. So, you know, you have a situation now that we're seeing. And this is what's going on. I'll read a little bit of this. The Justice Department charged the Florida man on Friday in connection with the wave of improvised explosive devices sent to political critics of Donald Trump, President Trump. Caesar Altieri Sayok, 56, is facing and stop right there. That, you know, right there, I mean, he fits the, the demographic. He's a white guy. He's, in the, he's from the South. He lives in the South. He is about the age of your average run-of-the-mill Trump supporter. So, anyway, is facing five federal charges after he was arrested in Plantation, Florida, following a national investigation. He faces a potential total of 48 years in prison. Earlier Friday, a Justice Department spokesperson had erroneously said Soya could face up to 58 years in prison. The homemade bombs intercepted or discovered this week are not a hoax, are not hoax devices, said FBI Director Christopher Wray during a press conference with law enforcement officials Friday. They contained energetic materials packed in, into PVC pipes and could have been dangerous, he said. Although none of them exploded, no one was hurt. Asked at the same press conference why it appeared that Soyak only allegedly targeted liberal political figures. And I, I use liberal, you know, stop right there. I use liberal in a, you know, with air quotes. I mean, if you consider Hillary Clinton and, and um, the, uh, uh, the Barack Obama and uh, Maxine Waters as liberal, then whatever, right? But anyway targeted uh, liberal political figures, Attorney General Jeff Sessions said he may have been uh, a partisan, he may have been a partisan, appears to be partisan, but that will be determined as the case goes forward. Neither Sessions nor Ray could directly, uh, could, would address directly questions uh, from journalists about the political motive, uh, motives and the spate of specific suspicious packages discovered across the country this week. FBI and other investigators surrounded a white van believed to be connected to the case in a parking lot and plantation. Their inspection was shown live on TV, on cable TV, and the van was loaded into a flatbed truck. Trump hailed law enforcement agencies in a statement at the White House and condemned the prospective threats to political leaders. Quote, these terrorizing acts are despicable and have no place in our country, he said. Quote, we must never allow political violence to take root in America. We cannot let it happen. End quote. Sessions echoed the president in the news conference at the Justice Department Friday afternoon. Quote, we will not tolerate such lawlessness, especially not political violence. End quote, he said. More suspicious packages. The announcement allowed the discovery Friday of more packages bound for political foes of President Trump. One parcel that resembled the earlier envelopes in the case was discovered in Sacramento, California, addressed to Democratic Senator Kamala Harris, said a spokesman for the sheriff's office there. 
One was discovered in Florida, addressed to Senator Cory Booker. One in New York City to former intelligence boss James Clapper. The recovery of these envelopes brought the, the known total to 13 parcels addressed to 11 targets, all of whom are critics or opponents of the president. None of the suspicious devices included in the envelopes has exploded, and so far no one has been hurt. Federal authorities have acknowledged that they know how many total packages there are and that there will be more moving through mail as the search continues both for the devices and for the people person or people who sent them. Clapper, who was a commentator on CNN, appeared on air to say, quote, this is definitely domestic terrorism, no question about it in my mind, end quote. Although the homemade pipe bombs have not exploded, authorities say they are treating them as live devices, not hoax devices, New York City Police Commissioner James O'Neill said Thursday. Authorities who have discovered the parcels around the country in New York, outside Washington, D.C., in Florida, and in Los Angeles are sending them to the FBI laboratory in Quantico, Virginia, for examination there. At least one of the packages passed through the large U.S. mail sorting facility in Opelika, Florida, near Miami, according to multiple reports. The Miami Herald, citing federal law, enforcement official familiar with the investigation reports the package sent from the facility is likely the one that ended up on when on Wednesday at the South Florida office of U.S. Representative Debbie Wasserman Schultz. The package was originally sent to the office of former U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder. It was not delivered and was instead sent to the label return dress listed as Wasserman Schultz office. Before the package arrived there, the Herald reports it was rerouted through Opelika Mill sorting facility. Federal agents in the Miami-Dade County Police Department searched the facility on Thursday night, according to reports from the Herald, Reuters, and the Associated Press. No potentially explosive devices were found, according to reports. Um, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. And then they, they, they talk about, um, you know, uh, the Robert De Niro, the, the actor, Robert De Niro, getting also um, getting a package uh, addressed to him as well, a pipe bomb package. Uh, Representative Maxine Waters, um, also um, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, former Vice President Joe Biden, former President Barack Obama, former CIA director John Brennan. Blah, 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 blah. De Niro said, quote, I thank God no one has been hurt. And I thank the brave and resourceful security and law enforcement people for protecting us. He said, there's something more powerful than bombs and that's your vote. People must vote, end quote. And of course, uh, they outline in the article, and I saw this as well when, when this was going on, um, it actually, you know what, this is maybe a different quote, um, or excuse me, a different tweet, but Donald Trump, this was earlier today, this morning, he tweeted, Republicans are doing so well in early voting and at the polls. And now this bomb stuff happens and the momentum greatly slows. News not talking politics. Very unfortunate. What is going on? Republicans go out and vote. So there you have it. And then, you know, they outline everything. Um... You know, obviously, this is an ongoing story. Uh, we, we don't know if there's any co-conspirators. And I don't think the, um, the, the people who are investigating, um, the FBI, I would assume, they're the ones investigating. Um, I don't think they would release that information. 
um, until, you know, they get uh, more clarity and, and more def definitive answers. And then uh, I'm sure in the in the coming days, we're going to get more information um, as far as if this guy acted alone, were these bombs actually like real bombs or hoax bombs. Now, the reaction to this has been frightening, to say the least. Now, you have individuals, Trump supporters, you, you see a lot of right wingers on social media talking about this situation as some sort of like conspiracy theory. They, they don't believe it at all. This is like a, a, the, the Brett Kavanaugh, Blasey Ford, Dr. Blasey Ford, um, uh, you know, situation all over again. You hear these individuals, I'm seeing it all over social media, talking about how it's a conspiracy. The Democrats, it, it's all a conspiracy. You know, to, to gain Democratic support and to wane Republican support. First of all, it, it's, it's so unbelievably ridiculous. I, I, I'm just as skeptical about when things happen as anybody else. But when you're only skeptical... When it's something that is, you know, on your, uh, opposed to you, right? If you're only skeptical, you think everybody and their mama should get a gun. And, you know, you think like, you know, two-year-olds should be able to bear arms. And a crazy person who purchases a legal gun goes in and, and kills 30 people in a school. And you're so delusional that you th that you are willing to hold your belief and you're willing to to deflect and well you know it, was all, it wasn't real it, these were actors you saw the same thing from from these people talk about deplorables same shit when when the uh the parkland shooting took place last year you had people that were harassing these kids these are victims. These are kids that the survivors, family members of, of kids who were killed because you had idiots on the right who were like, well, it's fake. It's all a conspiracy. The left are doing this purposely. It's a false flag operation. They want to take your guns. These poor people, you had idiots that were sitting there saying, oh, it's all fake. So dead kids, it was all fake. They're actors. Now we have to deal with that all the time. That's a whole nother situation for a whole nother episode. And we're supposed to like, you know, take the right wing. Well, they're, they're just as serious intellectually. Is that any sort of serious intellectualism? Being skeptical is one thing. I'm skeptical of everything that I hear. But if I don't have evidence and I'm going the complete opposite direction, you know, then what, you know, like, what are we doing here? You could be skeptical all you want to be skeptical, but you don't have evidence to suggest the opposite. Now, you could say, well... Uh, the, you know, in this particular situation, well, the FBI is lying and okay. I don't know if you have evidence to suggest that, but these are the things that piss me off about these, about these groups of people because they're so partisan. It's unbelievable. I wonder, I wonder if it was a left wing someone who identified as like a Bernie Sanders supporter sent pipe bombs to Donald Trump, sent pipe bombs to um, uh, Jeff Sessions, sent pipe bombs to Steve Bannon, to, to Mnuchin, to um, uh, Cohen, to uh, Ivanka, to 
all, you know, of Trump's inner circle. If, if those same people would be skeptical. Oh, well, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's not real. It, it's the, the Republicans. They're trying to, they know that they're going to get smoked. Most likely they're going to, Democrats are going to win the house back. We're seeing an increased, um, uh, you know, fervent or an, an increased enthusiasm from the Democrats, uh, you know, for going out to vote in the midterm elections. You don't, I, I don't understand. Right? So I wonder if those people would say the same exact thing. I wonder if those people would be as adamant that it's all, it's all a lie, that it's all an inside job, that it's fake. It's not real. It's to make Trump look bad. It's to make the conservatives look bad. It's to make the Trump supporters look bad. These are the same freaking people that talk about victimology. We hate the Democrats. We think that they, they play the victim card and people of color and women and they play the victim card and they don't want to work hard. And that's the reason why they fail. And when they bring up issues and grievances, it's because they don't want to work or they're this or they are always playing the victim role. Yet these are the, the biggest crybabies. They always, like the biggest, anything happens that challenges them it's it's like oh my god it's a conspiracy it's a sham how dare you you have absolutely no evidence whatsoever to suggest that you could be skeptical you know no one's saying to to blindly follow to blindly follow the fbi and what they say or what the government says, albeit it makes no sense. Trump and his administration is a part of the government. None of nobody in Trump's inner circle has said anything about this being a scam. Or it not being real. So. You know, it's 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 you're picking and choosing. You're pro government when it comes to Trump. But then, like, anything that challenges that, you're anti-government. Which, which is it? The government is lying to you, and they're full of shit, and it's all inside jobs? Or is it, you know, the government is wonderful, it's great, when it's Donald Trump, and they're the, he's a straight shooter, and he's telling me the truth, and it's the liberals that are lying? Which is it? Which, which is it? I get really animated when I talk about this and I get upset and I get angry because it's not rational. And you call that intellectualism? How are we supposed to take these people serious? And again, that's not to say all right wingers. That's not to say, you know, that there isn't right certain right wing ideologies, but the right wing party, the conservatives, the Republicans, the right wing consciousness in this country in this day and age is so far to the right that it's it's almost impossible to have a conversation. We talk about, oh, let's come together and let's have a conversation. When you're off the spectrum, you know, it's like having, you know, I work in the mental health field, right? I work, I'm a clinician. I'm a mental health clinician by, 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 um, by trade, right? By, that's my day job. That's like me coming in. I'm, you know, I'm in my right state of mind, more or less, and trying to have like a rational conversation with somebody who is suffering from a manic episode or somebody who's suffering from um, a psychotic break. They may have schizophrenia. It, you have to wait. You can have a, a, a conversation with them. Not to say you can't have conversations and, and you know, um, and be, you know, uh, uh, you know, have, a, you know, real you know, like dialogue and with somebody who's schizophrenic. But if you're if someone's schizophrenic and they're going through an episode, you may want to wait until they go through that episode before you come to the tape, before you come back to them. And like one day they've, they've taken the medication and and their hallucinations have cleared up and and they're, they're not having a psychotic break anymore. They're, they seem they'll be, they'll be more rational to speak to. 
But, you know, when you're when you're trying to engage in a rational conversation with somebody who is like having a crisis, it's damn near impossible. It's, it's unfruitful. This is the same thing about where the right is in this country in this day and age. It's a party. The Republican Party and the right wing are so far off the spectrum. It's not even we can't even have a conversation. If you can't even acknowledge that their um, reality. You, you deny the framework of reality when it doesn't suit you is a problem. Everything is a lie. Everything that comes out against Trump or comes out against this administration or and this wasn't even a situation that was like a direct attack on, on Donald Trump. Yeah, they said the guy was a supporter, but who cares? You can make the argument that, well, it's free, free, uh, free will. This guy did it on his, his own. Right. Like you can't blame somebody for, you know, you can make that argument. Now, granted, I think his rhetoric and, and the rhetoric that him and his administration has encouraged has certainly um, been a powder keg. But, you know, I do believe in, in self-responsibility. You know, that doesn't mean you have to send pipe bombs to fuck to people, to, you know, Democratic politicians. You can make that argument all you want, but to deny it it's simply because you feel as though it's it's a smear job without any without any sort of like now, nah, you know, with 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 the, the same amount of conviction that you claim that other people should ha should not have when they don't have evidence. It's completely ridiculous. And they're doing an investigation. So what you're saying is, is that, well, it's all a lie. But again, which is it? Pick and pick and choose. Which which side are you on? Are you on the side of or is it just the the Donald Trump branch of the government, the executive branch you're you're in favor of? Oh, he doesn't lie. That wasn't a lie. That's all truthful. Everything's wonderful. Everything's going great. Economy's booming. But when a, a crazy guy, a lunatic sends something over a uh, uh, 13 uh, pipe bombs to different Democratic politicians and Robert De Niro and an, an actor and you're sitting there and saying oh well it's fake that's fake how are we supposed to have how is that supposed to be a conversation how do you how do we talk to these people how much of the right wing is that contingency of people because honestly if I had to, I'm sure if I polled it, if we had a poll to suggest the breakdown of Republicans and Democrats and the Republicans, the amount of people that believe that this is was actually somebody who sent these pipe bombs, I would guarantee the Republican side, you would have about 35 to 40 percent of conservatives that would say, I don't buy that. Now, the good news is and maybe I'm being optimistic is I don't think the majority of these people think that way. I think the majority of them thought the Dr. Blasey Ford was lying about, you know, the the allegations. But as far as with this particular situation, this is pretty concrete. This is pretty much like we have the bomb right here. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, now you're suggesting that it's some sort of like JFK conspiracy inside job to make it. It's just sort of ridiculous. If you think in your mind that somehow the Republicans had more momentum when it came to going into the midterm elections, then you've lost your damn mind. Because every last indicator suggests that the Democrats have a good chance of winning the House back. Senate, I don't think they have uh, you know, much of a chance. It's a small, very small, minute chance. I think the Republicans keep the Senate. But it suggests that the, that the Democrats have a very high percentage of taking the House back. So I don't understand it. If, if every last indicator in poll is suggesting that the Democrats have a high likelihood of taking the House back, why would then high-ranking Democratic officials send pipe bombs to themselves, real pipe bombs nonetheless, to themselves, so that they can get a boost in the polls that they would they were already getting. What world do you live in? Just because Trump and this this administration to you is like heaven. 
doesn't mean that, again, 3 million people, he lost the popular vote by 3 million votes. That there aren't, you know, his, his popularity has hovered at around 40-something percent. And it's teetered in between. Late 30s, early 40s. So you're thinking he's doing a bang up job and it's just like wonderful and people are just going to go to the polls and, you know, it's just it was going to be a cakewalk. And, you know, they're just doing this out of desperation. It's just complete. It's you're so devoid and delusional. It's sad. It's sad. So, you know, I saw that. It made me pissed off. It it made me animated it. It really annoyed the shit out of me because, you know, it really had me thinking that, you know, all I hear from um, individuals who don't know much about politics or where we're at right now in this country right now, um, politically, they talk about coming together and having conversation and creating dialogue. And how do you how do you have dialogue and, and, and address the problem when, you know, an individual it's like trying to get somebody to get off of drugs. And it's like, you know, it's not even a matter of, okay, should you take drugs or shouldn't you take drugs? And here are the benefits, here are the pros, here are the cons, so forth. It's not only, you know, you're taking, you know, that individual's taking drugs, but they're taking drugs thinking that it's, uh, they're taking heroin thinking that, you know, it's healing them. They have an ulcer and it's healing their ulcer. They're that delusional. So it's like, how do you even get to the point to where you're like, okay, we need to get start weaning you off of heroin and maybe we should try to get you some help. And, you know, you're living on the street, you're shooting up all the time, you're going to kill yourself when an individual is, is not even thinking about changing, but they're just so like, you know, in one direction, they're like in the complete opposite direction it, to a delusional sense you know you can't you can't have conversations with delusional people you just can't you could have conversations with ra- with rational actors you don't like universal health care you think it's it's a, it's a scam and it doesn't work in canada and we can have that conversation but if if you're talking about having a conversation with somebody that is um talking about like you know the sandy hook shootings were not real and the, you know, Parkland shootings weren't real. And these are all conspiracies by the Democrats to make uh, the, you know, the gun debate, like to, to put it in their favor so that they could confiscate everybody's guns. Then we, we can't have that conversation. You're, you're too far gone. That's where my, my head, my head automatically went to. But looking at this situation got me thinking that this, this, um, you know, potential terror attack, it got me thinking about the inability for this country to discuss and to, to bring up right wing terrorism. You hear it in small pockets in progressive media. But you don't hear it in mainstream media. You don't really, you definitely don't hear it in right wing media. And I think that's a huge problem. I point to a guy that I, you know, listen to on from time to time, Sam, uh, a guy by the name of Sam Harris. Um, he, you know, I think he came in, I mean, he does political, you know, like, um, he, he talks, you know, now it's like political commentary, but he's like a neuro, like psychologist or cognitive psychologist, I believe that was his job. I don't know if he still does it, if he still practices, I don't know, but his big shtick is Islamic extremism, right? That's his big shtick. Now, I think Sam Harris gets a lot of unfair criticism. I think equating him to like Ben Shapiro 
or equating him to Candace Owens or, or you know, uh, uh, Ann Coulter. Like, I, I wouldn't equate him to that at all. I think he's a lot more rational and reasonable, even with things I disagree with. And he brings up valid points when he, when he talks about Islam and, and fundamentalism and the, the, you know, the strain of fundamentalism in Islam being uh, a lot more pervasive than, you know, some progressives would like to admit. And, you know, that being destructive, not only for Western society, but also of society in general. But, you know, he tends to concentrate on Western society. My thing, you know, when it comes to him that, you know, I tend to be, it's, um, you know, I look at him with a, a sense of a, a little bit of sense of dishonesty. And again, I don't, I, you know, I don't want to like make jump out the window and make such bold proclamations because it's not like I've listened to every speech he's ever given or listened to every podcast he's ever made. So maybe he's talked about this, but, you know, his whole shtick, the same way Jordan Peterson's shtick is about political correctness on college campuses. That's his whole shtick and transgendered pronouns and Sam Harris's shtick is, uh, you know, being critical and in, uh, in progressives uh, inability to be critical of Islamic extremism or Islam in general. That's his whole shtick. Which is fine. You know, that that's fine. That's how he makes his money. Fine. Cool. Right. Problem is that if if your shtick is that. I would assume that, you know, you are against violence, you're against terrorism in any capacity. That it's not just Muhammad from Syria that you're worried about committing a terrorist act in the United States. It's you're worried about the, you know, gym, you know, your local, you know, gym, who's a, you know, a 42 year old white guy. That's pissed off at the world and pissed off at the social justice warriors and pissed off at the liberal media and they want to make an example and they want to they want to hurt people or they want to kill people because they're pissed off. My thing is. Why isn't that more of a conversation for guys like Sam Harris? If, if your argument is that I don't I denounce extremism, I denounce I don't like extremism. He's talked about like, you know, Islam, you know, uh, Muslims in general. And, you know, he, he tries to explain I'm not Islamophobic. It's not about that. It's being critical, you know, of the of the of Islam is um, you know modern day Islam and the, you know not only just terrorism but the repression of the culture and blah 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 right why are we having more of an honest dialogue and an open ended conversation when it comes to right wing terrorism in this country why why we we always skate by it. We have so many right wingers and people that talk about Islam to death. Why aren't we talking more about right-wing extremism? In the case of Sam Harris, it's like people forget 9-11, that's the, the biggest terror attack on U.S. soil. The second biggest, or the one that precluded, or excuse me, the one that was before that 9-11 um, was the Oklahoma City bombings in, in 1995. Before that point, that was the biggest domestic terror attack or the biggest terror attack on U.S. U.S. soil. So what what are we doing here? And it, it was it was right wing terrorism. It was right wing terrorism. We never talk about it. It's amazing. Kids, dozens of kids died. You know, we have, we, we remember 9-11, never forget, it's all the memorials and 9-11, 9-11 and patriotism and 9-11, 9-11, 9-11, which is, I, I agree, we should, we should remember, but it's easy. It's easy. You hear these right-wingers and the patriotism and 9-11 and star-spangled banners. It was your side, your ideology that prompted the Oklahoma City bombings. Children, there was daycares 
in that building. It was a big corporate building in downtown Oklahoma City. Blown to smithereens. Hundreds of people killed. Children as young as four and three killed because they had a daycare down in that building. Why don't we have this conversation? When are we ever going to have this conversation? Honestly, I'm sick of it. And then we, you know, these right wingers love to pretend that, you know, they're, they're the rational ones. We're the grownups, you know, facts over feelings. When are we going to have this conversation? Two thirds of terror attacks in the United States come uh, right wing motivated. There are so many incidents I can think of off the top of my head. Like a couple years back, what was it, in, in Arizona or California, where you had a, a man and a woman who shot and killed like two police officers and put a don't tread on me flag on one of the cops? You know, it's like, when are we, you know, you know going to have this conversation? I'm not even bringing up the Dylan Roof situation. That was, that was terrorism. That was the textbook definition of terrorism. But we don't ever want to have that conversation. Because if we're on the left, then it's like, well, you know, we don't want to be called out as being partisan. And, you know, we don't want to, like, seem unfair. And, you know, there's violence on both sides. Let's try to be fair and let's bend over backwards. And no, we're going off of the data. Because you know damn well if two-thirds of the, of the terror attacks in the United States were being perpetrated by uh, Islamic individuals, of people of Islamic descent, and it, it was not being perpetrated by white dudes named Jim, then you know the right wing and the media would be all over that. I read an article in NBC uh, News. Uh, uh, Muslim terror attacks, they read something like, they get 357% more coverage. That's why you have these right-wingers that are like, you know, cheering Donald Trump and they're, they're, they're literally scared to death of, of Middle Easterners and Muslims. They're scared to death to the point where, you know, the migrant, the whole mi- quote-unquote migrant crisis you have right-wingers who are reporting that, oh, they're, not only are these migrants from the Central America, these are migrants from the Middle East coming up. Ooh, boogie, 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 boogie. It's become, those are the two groups, Central Americans, Mexicans, so forth, and Middle Easterners have become the boogeymen of, of these white conservatives, these conservatives, period. So why don't we on the left have this conversation? When is this going to end? We see a rise. We see the numbers. We see a rise in hate crimes. There was a bump in hate crimes in the end of 2016 going into early 2017 as Trump won the presidency. We saw a rise in, in hate crimes. This is data that's verifiable. Look it up. Google it if you don't believe me. Find, you know, if you don't, oh, this is a left-wing source. This is a, try to find as close of a source to the middle as you can possibly find. NPR is pretty good. They're pretty neutral or, you know, middle ground. Just look at the numbers. Not the opinion, the numbers. So, what are we doing? We don't want to have the conversation. This, this rhetoric, it's only going to get worse. I remember in, this was the, right after the, 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 the election, end of 2016, walking around the streets of Philadelphia and seeing uh, Nazi iconography spray painted on walls. This is in Center City, near the gay neighborhood, you know, they call it, where all the gay bars are. 
Nazi iconography. Yes, swastika. I saw a swastika spray painted on a building. It, it's it's you know we saw we saw an increased in um an increased um, um terror excuse me um uh, hate crimes aimed at um Jews. We saw synagogues being destroyed. We saw synagogues, you know, uh, being vandalized. We saw mosques being destroyed and vandalized. Jewish cemeteries being vandalized and destroyed. All around the country. All around the country. Media said very little about it. But, you know, remember, this is the quote-unquote liberal media, right? This is the quote-unquote Zionist-controlled, Jew-controlled media that all, their, their only mission, not, not to get eyeballs and to get more money in their pocket, their only mission is to make right-wingers from the middle of the country look bad. That's their only mission in life. Not to get eyeballs and to be sensational and to get more uh, ad revenue. It's to make right-wingers look bad. Talk about fucking projection. I just, it's just aggravating to me. I've been saying this for years. People are going to get hurt. People are going to people are going to get killed. Cuz we don't want to have that conversation. We're scared to death. We're scared to death of ISIS. Scared to death of, you know, we we put in all of these precautions and and you know, where where, you know, the police are everywhere where there's like a transportation hub and that's what we're looking for. We're pulling people out of airports with with foreign Islamic sounding names and double checking them and triple checking them. And this is what we do. Why are we we monitoring, you know, more of these these Facebook pages? Why are we monitoring more of these Twitter pages? And again, that's not to say, you know, take them down because they're saying, you know, stupid shit because whatever. Right. I believe in I'm a freedom of speech absolutist. My problem is, is when you start threatening people, then when, when you start making like real credible threats of violence. OK, now we have a different problem. You want to say call someone a libtard, go right ahead. Supposedly, this person had been making threats on their Twitter. I'm sick to death of this bullshit on the right. This fake news nonsense. Sick to death. It was funny. It was kind of cute in the beginning. Well, it was never cute to me, but it was funny. Like, look at these assholes. But now it's dangerous because now it, it, it impedes honest conversation. You think guys like Ben Shapiro talk about it? No, they spend their time talking about uh, college campuses and, and feeling victimized because, well, you know, they boycotted or they protested and they didn't let me speak at this college. That's your whole profile. That's it. Not that, you know, we have a problem on our side that we need to clean up. Don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. And when you have an increased, you know, could, could you imagine you have an increased terror attack last year? Could you imagine if this was left wing, if these were left wing ideologies, if these were like Bernie supporters out there uh, vandalizing businesses, stores? We see this all the time. And, and, you know, when it comes to, you know, rioting. You know, like when, whenever there's in a community, a black person gets killed by an unarmed black person gets killed by a cop and gets off. And that doesn't happen all the time. That's rare. When you look at the numbers, it's rare. You know, it's not like you have looting like every month. Someone's looting. A group of blacks are looting. But you hear the rhetoric and they're like, oh, my God, sound the alarms. Yet we have attacks like this that happen routinely. And I'm not even talking about all the other stuff. Videos of like white people calling cops 
on black people for no reason. Because, well, it looks suspicious that you're here. Or, you know, chance of build a wall in lunchroom cafeterias aimed at, at Hispanic children. I'm not even talking about all of that. The videos of white people, you know, uh, getting pissed off and yelling, I voted for Trump as some sort of way to try to, I guess, instill fear. I don't know. Or when you hear, you know, see these videos of people speaking foreign languages, speaking Spanish, which at this point, is that even a foreign language at that point? It's like we're talking like one, English is 1A as far as like the languages we speak in this country. Spanish is 1B. It is what it is. Can't stop it. But you see the, the, the old white woman or a white dude getting pissed off. Speak English. This is America. We've seen an increased amount of videos of that. So I'm not even, you know, it's like, well, I'm not even pointing that out because that's just, you know, that you, one could point to it and be like, well, those are individualized situations. Where's the, the data? Well, the data is right there in black and white and we do nothing about it. This man, he's going to go to prison. They're going to look for other people, co-conspirators. They may find co-conspirators. They're going to, you know, you're going to have a segment of the conservative wing of this country that's going to think it's all bullshit and a conspiracy. And that guy is a patsy. They're going to try to humanize him and figure out, oh, you know, he was checked into 10 mental hospitals in the last five years. He's going to go away. And you're not going to hear about him until his trial. And then you're going to hear about it briefly. And then they're going to, he's going to be sentenced to 50 years. I believe that. And that's going to be that. No talk of rhetoric. No talk of conversation. No talk of right-wing terrorism. Not the false equivalent bullshit. If there were two-thirds of, of the the terrorist attacks in this country being perpetrated by left-wingers, then I would be, I'd be the first one to be like, we need to have a conversation. We need to do better. We need to sit there. We need to figure out, like, I'm, I'm not for attacking innocent people. I don't like Trump. I don't like what he stands for. I don't like his family. I don't like his administration. I don't like anything that these people stand for. But guess what? I'm not I, I'm not interested in hurting people that I don't know. I may, I may hate your politics. I may hate everything that you stand for. But I'm not in the business of, of sending a bomb to you or hurting you in any way. That's not, that's not cool. I don't care how angry I get. The angrier I get, I just say, go vote. You're pissed off? You want to march? Another woman's march? Wonderful. Mobilize. Maybe you run for public office if you feel like you're a good candidate. Go vote. Donate money. You know, help out with some grassroots campaigns. Right? So, that's my, my ideals. It's not my ideal to, you know, get up there and, and threaten acts of violence or to commit acts of violence to anybody. So, here we are now. Right? Here we are now. Another right-wing or potential right-wing terror, terrorist attack thwarted. You know, and, and, and thank God it was thwarted and no one got hurt and injured. I mean, I, I remember, what was it? 
couple months back when there were, and I wonder what, what ha- ended up happening um, when there were like explosives in, it was, I forgot what part of Texas it was. May have been Austin, where you had like, um, you know, like two or three people, an older woman, a younger man, like he was like 17, 18, and uh, one other person that was like killed, where, where they were getting boxes with explosives mailed to them. And, you know, they were, you know, it, it was killing people. It was just random. It seemed like they were random attacks. I believe they caught the guy. You know, it's almost like a modern day Unabomber situation. But I wonder what whatever like came of it, because you haven't heard anything about it. So all I got to say is, you know, I'm not a I'm not a religious man. I don't necessarily believe in God, but I wish to, I hope there was a God. I hope there is a God, I should say, you know, it's like because we he we need God more than ever. <laughs> You know, I hope there is one. It, it's it's because it's been scary. We have a segment of the population that doesn't think it's all they, they don't buy it. They think it's conspiracy based. You have another segment of the population that is too afraid to have the conversation. And here we go again. Another, another um, right-wing associated terror attack in the country.